Welcome to Wednesday. It's September 7th, 2022. Your day with the podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily offers more original Wyoming news information than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, I know a lot of you are tired of the heat and here over the last few days, the smoke and haze. It's good news, bad news. Bad news is it is going to continue to be really hot, especially for Montana and Wyoming in terms of relative to averages. Basically another really hot, hot day out there and smoke and haze will continue to be overhead. However, Montana, northern Idaho, North Dakota, southern areas of Saskatchewan and Alberta, you're going to start to feel the cool down starting tomorrow. But the cold front will make its biggest move overnight Thursday into Friday. This cold front is still on schedule to bring a major change in temperatures. Boy, I tell you folks, east of the Continental Divide, from Montana to Wyoming and to Colorado and northeastern New Mexico, you're going to really feel the impacts of this front Friday and Saturday. It'll bring a remarkable change in temperatures. Yes, high temperatures could be as much as 30 to 40 degrees or more colder from where we're going to be today. So there's going to be areas today in the 90s to near or better than 100. There'll be some areas in those same locations on Saturday that may not reach, oh, let's say 60 degrees or even get out of the 50s. That's how strong this cold front is. Good precipitation is going to fall with this front, especially portions of north central and northeastern Wyoming into western South Dakota, hopefully parts of western Nebraska as well. We're still expecting the first snow of the season for the Bighorn Mountains and maybe a little bit of snow up into the northern parts of Yellowstone Park. Hurricane K is looking more and more likely that it remains what's left of Hurricane K may drift into Southern California. We'll show you a little bit more about that here as we go along in the podcast. Here's the smoke and fire map. You can see that uh, we're going to have smoke and haze over the region again today. The smoke and haze rotating around the clockwise motion of the big high pressure overhead. And this will keep us smoky, hot and hazy again. This is a satellite photo from yesterday late afternoon towards evening. So you see all these little plumes right here. These are the wildfires, especially a big one here in Oregon, that are feeding the smoke. So it's basically northwestern Montana, Idaho's Panhandle, and Oregon here, and some fires up in Canada feeding the smoke into the high and bringing it into the region. Today's satellite photo, I want to focus in on now Hurricane K, a well-deformed eye right there, as you can see. K has continued to uh, really strengthen and become a major hurricane off the west coast of Mexico and go up the Baja. And we also have Hurricane Earl out in the Atlantic. So here we go. We finally have some hurricanes to talk about. Hurricane Earl looks like it's going to be a non-player except for Bermuda. Bermuda is going to be under the gun and need to keep an eye on that. But it's mainly going to go out into the central and north Atlantic as it looks right now. Hurricane K, you can see, is going to go and be a strong hurricane, go up into the Baja, then basically turn into a tropical cyclone and depression before weakening and curving off to the northwest. However, as the hurricane weakens and breaks apart, some of the upper level winds may draw some of that moisture back into Southern California, maybe in far southwestern Arizona and even Nevada. We'll show you a little bit more of that here shortly. So here's today's map. Here's that big hot high. Boy, is that impressive. That is about as impressive of as high as you're going to get in September. That's why it is so hot like this. This is just pumping in desert air. So what we are going to see in the next 48 hours is a complete reversal of air masses. 
desert air over the Rockies replaced by air coming in out of the Northwest Territories. And when you have a complete 180 reversal of air mass changes, boy, this is when you're gonna really notice things changing and feeling like, well, seasons are changing. As we get into tomorrow, this is for about noon Rocky Mountain time tomorrow. This is today at the same time. Look how much changes in 24 hours. Today at noon, tomorrow at noon. Look at that big push, a very cool air as the trough in the front comes out of Canada and pushes south and beats down this high pressure ridge. Finally just puts it to rest. So we go from this to this and then that cold air comes on south. These are the temperatures relative to the 30 year average. Look at the heat from California stretching up into Montana. The white areas there relative to average will be the hottest conditions. So Montana is gonna go from 90s and 100s to 40s and 50s as we go forward. So this is today, this is tomorrow at the same time. So the cold front tomorrow is basically gonna be across the northern half of Wyoming. It's through Montana push it into eastern Washington and Oregon, into the Dakotas as well, then the heat gets stretched from the central valleys of California all the way up into Minneapolis. But look what happens by Friday. That cold air advances south, gets deeper and more widespread, and this is by Saturday, getting into Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Denver, stretching out across Nebraska. The blue and the purple here shows where the temperatures relative to average will be the coldest. So here comes the first taste of fall. These are the forecasted high temperatures according to the European model to, on Saturday. These are the forecasted highs on Saturday. 55 in Denver, 50 in Cheyenne, 53 in Laramie, 55 in Casper, 55 in Scotts Bluffs. We haven't even had overnight low temperatures this week, even close to this. So a little bit of a shock to the system. Now you can see it's not as hot west of the Continental Divide, but significantly cooler than it's been. It's cold air does pour in west of the Divide as well, as you can see it. You'll, you'll see by Saturday afternoon, the front pushing into northeastern New Mexico and pushing further south into Texas later on. This is the precipitation map forecasted through Saturday evening. This area right here is gonna have just a steady rain, a little bit of thunderstorm activity, but it's gonna be just plain Jane rain falling. We really need it in these areas of Nebraska and areas of central and northeastern Wyoming. You can see the Bighorn Mountains there, some heavier precipitation as well as up into the Beartooth and the Yellowstone Plateau. Even a little bit of rain is going to get down to the front range of Colorado in the upslope conditions developing along the front. And there's your snow forecasted to fall. This is where snowflakes will likely occur. It doesn't look like a really big early fall storm, but certainly enough to grab everybody's attention, especially after all the heat. Now let's look at what could happen in Southern California. I say could because we've got some variations in the models and hurricanes and when they dissipate are finicky, very finicky. Now I want to make it clear, it's not going to be a hurricane hitting California. It's going to be what's left of Hurricane K. So you're going to be looking at the potential for some significant rainfall in the LA Basin, San Diego, even into uh, some of the deserts of California and maybe even getting into Las Vegas. So that moisture could come on in. Now this is what the European model is, Shane. I'm, I'm gonna show you what the other models are showing so you can kind of get an idea of the different scenarios that could unfold. The European pretty bullish on bringing those remains in the southern and central areas of California. This is the Canadian model. It wants to turn the remains a little bit more out to sea, but still is bringing rain 
to parts of LA, San Diego, and those areas. Then we take a look at the American model, the GFS model. It's very close to the European model, even has heavier threats of precipitation and heavier rain there. And then as we look at the model, the ICON model that actually comes out of Germany, it's kind of a combination of all the other models all the way through there. So the potential for Southern California to get the remains of K is looking pretty good. Now you may be probably, and I, well, I can almost guarantee it, you will hear on the news that this has never happened before. This is crazy. This is way out of the ordinary. Well, no, this has happened several times before. The most notable was Hurricane Kathleen, the remnants in 1970 and six. And look, it's happening at almost the exact time. And that hurricane was a K. This is Hurricane K. This was Hurricane Kathleen. So remember, we talk about a lot in this podcast that weather patterns repeat themselves. The weather will, you'll see the weather pattern do same things over and over again, spread out over time. So it has happened before and it has happened in September. This looks to be a very similar situation to Hurricane Kathleen in 1976, bringing heavy rains to central and Southern California. Real quick, we can take a look at what may transpire next week and what the message is, is next week is it looks not as hot, it looks unsettled. We have lows here coming in the west coast that will move west to east across the Rockies and the high plains. The high pressure continues to be beat down and pushed further south. So I think what we can say with this current stretch of weather and the extreme heat we've had is it's going to be over. Yes, temperatures are going to rebound Sunday and Monday, but they're going to go back down again by the middle to the next week with maybe some precipitation chances as well. Have yourself a good Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.